And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, man, I gotta kick myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the bodacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, we'll slowly open the creaking door to the inner sanctum, starring Miriam Hopkins from 1945. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Yanni must correctly answer more true or false trivia questions about Simon Cowell than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, please say hello to Yanni. Yes, we've got Yanni calling from Chicago. Hi, Yanni. Hi, how are you? Great. Glad to have you on the show with us today. Hi, Yanni. Hi. All right. I love your show. Oh, thank you. Well, we love having you on the show. So we're going to be talking Simon Cowell. He's turning 63 on October 7th. And uh, these are all true or false. And so, you know, you got a 50-50 chance, although with Carl, eh, you know, anything can happen. So, Yanni, the first question is for you. Simon Cowell is one of the few judges on American Idol who has never received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Is that true or false? Um, I think it's, um, I think it's a false. I think it's false too. I think he does have one. It is false. You are both yeah. right. We're all he right. did receive a star right. in 2018. Mm-hmm. You got it right. All right, Carl. Yes. In the movie Shrek too, because I know Shrek you're a too. Shrek. I know you. You're. It's like an animated film. I know you're really uh, big on animated films. He plays a judge on Far, Far Away Idol. Uh, Shrek Two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say false. Yanni. Um, I think it's true. <laughs> it is true. She's uh, absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> he does me. play a judge on Far, Far Here's Away Idol. For Yanni, <laughs> right, Yanni has two right, and I have only one right. All right, let's let's keep this going. Yanni, in 2003, Simon Cowell published an autobiography called "Stop Being Nice, Start Being Rude." Is that true or false? I have no idea, but I think, um... <laughs> Well, she's um, honest. <laughs> Stop yeah, being nice, um... start being rude. Did he publish that book or not? I think this is true. I don't think so. I think it's false. It's false. Uh... I made up that name. The real name is, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but 
dot, dot, dot. That's for Yanni. Here's for Carl. And this is all about his his life in the music biz. To a piece. Uh Uh-oh. Carl, Time Magazine named Simon Cowell one of the 100 most influential people in the world twice. Twice? Twice. Is that true or false? True. True. Yanni? I think it's a false. That one is true. Oh, oh no. You oh. did it at 2004 and 2010. Here's for Yanni. Ooh, I Uh-oh. took the lead. Oh, here we go. Lead. Come on, Yanni. Simon Cowell was on two episodes of The Simpsons. True or false? Two. Um, I think it's false. Hmm. I, I I know he's was on The Simpsons. I'm gonna I'll say true. It's true. Oh, it's true. Oh. So sad. Mr. Carl. All right. Carl, the final question. Uh, I started off slow, but I picked up speed. Oh yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, Carl. He turned down a two million dollar offer to be the spokesman of Viagra. Is that true or false? Really? Well, I don't know. Uh, it, it sounds does. it sounds true. I think I don't think he I, would want to do a commercial for that. Well, I that's that's the statement. He turned down a two million dollar offer to the spokesman of Viagra. True or false? I'll say it's true. Yanni, I think it's a false. Darn it! It's true. Oh. That absolutely oh. happened. Air sir. Uh, well, you know what, Yanni, you still got a couple, right? <laughs> yes, you did. But <laughs> Greg, Yanni, I was rooting for you all the way. But you know what? Okay, you didn't beat the host, but you get a four CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas, and you're a very fun player. Yes, it was great talking to you. We oh, hope you'll call you. again. Yeah, call again. Yes. Okay. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. Bye, Yanni. When we Bye. come back, it's Inner Sanctum Mysteries. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. I'm excited that Mies Meals is one of our sponsors, and we love Mies Meals. And folks, uh, we've been talking about Mies Meals for a while, and a lot of our listeners have tried Mies Meals. And when you do try Mies Meals, you get the first uh, meal half price by using the promo code CARL. And so many people, and I just love it. It's such a warm feeling when people tell us, man, I'm so happy you turned us on to Mies Meals because now we have an amazing place to um, go to a website, choose from like 10 different items, have the meals delivered, and then you cook them in your home. It takes about 15 minutes, and it's like you're, you're a gourmet cook. Right, Lisa? Well, I was going to say, I'm good at a lot of things, but cooking is not one of them. But when I, it's not, but when I have Mies meals, uh, that's what happens. It's like, I'm a chef and I serve a dinner unlike any other dinner that I could prepare on my own. It's really easy. I choose my meals and it comes all, you know, cut up and cleaned and, and portioned and with a little instruction card and I put it together and we had such a wonderful meal this week. I had, um, something called drunken noodles with tofu, which is perfect perfect for for me doing your Roma. And, um, it was a vegetarian, like a Thai option and it was absolutely delicious, full of vegetables. And it was a really healthy, um, delicious meal that I absolutely couldn't have made without me's meals. Well, and, and I, I gotta tell you every single week, I love what I get, but I tried something different last week. And, um, 
I made it, and it was so. It was probably my favorite thing so far. Wow. It was like a Thai sirloin steak, steak right, with, with udon noodles. Udon noodles, and it. it had like a really great peanut sauce on it. It was so delicious. It was amazing. And if you want to see both of these meals that we're talking about, just go to our Facebook page. Go to Hollywood Three Hundred and Sixty Radio on Facebook. You will see two videos because after we cook these. Well, these, while we're cooking them, yeah, actually, right. we, we post, take these videos so you can see step-by-step step exactly how we made it and from the beginning to the final product. And you'll see how really um, wonderful it looks and how easy it is to prepare. It's super great. And uh, you just go to check out their website, too. Go to Mies Meals, M-E-E-Z, meals.com. Just look at all the... The um, you know the the dinners that they have for you for like this coming week you can order and then you get it like it's always like a week in advance you have to order and then you get it in about a week it's delivered right to your home and then you cook it in like fifteen minutes it's amazing they give you instructions super easy and it's absolutely delicious and they want everyone listening to try it and uh, they're making it worth your while just go to their website try me's meals. Make sure you put the uh, promo code CARL in at checkout, and you will save 50% off your order. Try Me's Meals. You'll love it. M-E-E-Z Meals.com. All right, Lisa, time now for more Halloween programming. We'll have Halloween programming all the way till the end of October, and uh, this is one of the scariest shows of the golden age of radio. This is Inner Sanctum Mystery. We uh, we all love this show, The Creaking Door it opens uh, every uh, every episode, and uh, Raymond, our host, would open that door. He'd introduce uh, another scary story. This particular one is from 1945, April 10th to be exact. It's called the Bog Oak Necklace, and uh, Raymond Edward Johnson stars as Raymond, our host. Mary Bennett is the Lipton Tea spokesperson. And this stars Miriam Hopkins. She was a big New York Broadway and stage actress. I think you'll enjoy it. Here's part one now of Inner Sanctum Mystery. Lipton Tea and Lipton Soup presents Inner Sanctum Mysteries starring Miriam Hopkins. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. This is your host, Raymond, ready, as always, to provide you with your weekly ration of screams, gurgles, and blood. All in a spirit of gentle fun, I have no other object in mind, except to reduce you to sniveling wrecks of nerves and shudders. If you got a white sheet handy, you might wrap it around yourself in case a ghost shows up. You'll think you're in the business and pass right on through you. <laughs> now, Mr. Raymond, don't be so silly. You know there are no such things as ghosts. Who said that? Oh, hello, Mary Bennett. So you don't believe in ghosts, huh? And, uh, what's that standing behind you, huh? Oh! Oh, you shouldn't have done that, frightening me that way. Shame on you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary. Can I make amends? Well, you might you might tell the folks how much you enjoy Lipton tea. Oh, gladly, gladly. Friends, just the other day, a ghost and I were having a conversation about Lipton tea. Now, and... here, here, here. Enough of that. Nobody is interested in what you and the ghost said about Lipton tea. Oh. No. 
Let's talk about real people and the solid pleasure they get from Lipton's. They drink it at mealtimes. They serve it when friends drop in for a visit. And, of course, they often brew themselves a cup of Lipton's during the day. Just because it's so nice to relax and enjoy that famous brisk flavor. And by the way, that word brisk, B-R-I-S-K, is one that tea experts use. Brisk means that Lipton's always tastes tangy and bracing. It's never flat or wishy-washy. Yes, you just don't, don't know how good tea can be until you know how good Lipton's is. Okay, Mary, uh, suppose you go fry me a cup of tea. But uh, keep the kitchen door open because you're about to hear the story of the Bog Oak Necklace. It's an original radio play by David Driscoll. And our heroine tonight is that beautiful star of stage and screen, Miss Miriam Hopkins, who will play the role of Emily. Be calm, be calm. There's nobody standing behind you. At least nobody you can see. <laughs> At the edge of a lake in a small New England town, two men are busy digging an excavation. What's a bit like a cave around here once, huh? Mm. Yeah, old Miss Bristow used to own this property before she sold it to this here city man who's building. There used to be a fine apple orchard right up there. It was all fine trees once. Well, let's dig. That's what we're getting paid for. Hey, What's the matter with you, Polly? Look down there what I just hit with my shovel. Hmm? Oh, a bone. Oh, some cow, I expect. Cow? That ain't no cow bone, Jerry. Hey, Paulie. Huh? Look. Look at this with the bone. Yeah, I, I see it. And you call it a cow bone now? No, I don't. This here must have been a graveyard once. This here was never no graveyard. The river used to come right up to here almost before the big flood. Before they built the dam. Hey, hey what are you doing? Get your coat and hat. You're bringing that with you? Of course I am. Hat and... This. Yeah, but there, there must be a skull here, too. Of course there must be. But we don't have to look for that, Polly. But in our job. Come on. Jerry and me was digging away there, Mr. Warren, down towards the river. And all of a sudden, Jerry kind of yelled... And when I ask him what's the matter, he shows me this leg bone. So I looks, and there's the skeleton right at his feet. I see. So I figure you being the county attorney here, you're the man who ought to know first. Uh, yes. Uh, now, this place by the river that you're talking about, it's the land that city man bought to build a home on? Yeah, that's right. He, he bought it from old Miss Emily Bristow. And then we found this, too. Around the, well, I guess you'd call it the neck. That is, where the neck would be. <laughs> is there anything wrong, Mr. Warren? Where did you say you found this bone in this necklace? Well, Jerry and me is making a trench for a water pipe, and we're digging where the old riverbank used to be. Right near the river edge. I leave the necklace with me. <laughs> If we need any more help, I'll get in touch with you. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah yes, sir. 
Forty years. Forty years. Emily. Emily Bristol. What do you want with me after 40 years, Andrew? Look, Emily. Where? These are old woman's eyes. Look closer. Take that away. Take it away. The bog oak necklace, Emily. Do you remember? Presented to Miss Emily Bristow on her 24th birthday by... by Andrew Warren. Where did you get it, Andrew? It was found at the river edge on the property you've just sold. Daisy. Daisy. It's come back to us, Emily. After all these years, it's come back to us. The bark oak necklace. The necklace that meant the death of your sister, Daisy. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew, darling. Daisy, there aren't two people anywhere as happy as we are. Of course not. Um, may I tell Emily? Why, yes, yes, I suppose so. Oh, After oh. all, she's your sister. She should know. Good night, darling. Look at that moon. Smiling at you. Oh. I'm going to close my eyes, and I won't open them until you're down the road out of sight. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Good night, moon. Good... Oh, young ladies shouldn't stand staring at the moon that way. Oh, Emily. You frightened me so. I... Did I? Mm. You had a nice drive with Andrew in the moonlight, I hope. Mm-hmm. Emily. Andrew, uh... Andrew. Yes? Andrew and I, we're... Oh, darling, how will I ever stop my heart from beating so I can't... Let me say it for you. You're engaged. There you are. It was easy, wasn't it? For you? You've no idea how easy it was for me. Right here. Emily, I wanted to see you so badly. She's already told me, Andrew. Emily, I want you to understand about this. I know how this must hurt you. You've got to break it off. You've got to. You can't marry her. Andrew, listen to me. Please. Please marry me. I beg you. Emily, we must be sensible. I beg you. If you love me, Emily, you must let me do what I feel is right. I can't let you marry Daisy. You're mine. I must have you. If not me, Andrew, no one. No one else at all. It's too late now. Forgive me. I'll never forgive you. And I'll never let you go. Emily. Never. 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 Emily. Emily, are you asleep? 
Go to bed, Daisy. Oh, Emily, don't be cross. I can't sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep? No, I'm so excited. Why, Emily, you're still dressed, too. Oh, so I am. What's the matter, dear? Don't you feel well? Oh, I feel very well. Thank you, Daisy. Emily, what's the matter? Why do you use that tone with me? Oh, darling, you're not feeling well, are you? I can tell by the look on your face. Oh, come on. Come on out into the night. The moon is full, and, and, and let's walk up to the apple orchard. After all, Emily, even though we're going to be separated, it won't be forever. Mm, well, I don't know if I'd follow her, Lisa. I she know. I wants think... her to go out into the moonlight yeah, it's with those giant crickets. Did you hear those crickets? <laughs> danger, danger. <laughs> We're listening to Inner Sanctum Mystery. I have to say, probably one of my favorite shows. I mean, Inner Sanctum, there's a lot of good scary shows. Suspense uh, is a, just a cut above, but Inner Sanctum was great. You know, with the creaking door, they always had, um, you know, great stories, uh, twist endings on them and things. And Raymond was awesome mm-hmm. as our ghoulish host. We're listening to the Bog oak necklace starring miriam hopkins also in the cast santos ortega leslie woods there is her sister and uh alan devitt so uh that's um and then mary bennett who you remind me of mary bennett she's the lipton tea girl she's always so happy and sweet you know that's me mm-hmm. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reminds uh, me of you lisa oh, okay I don't believe you, but okay. (laughs) Uh, We'll get back to Inner Sanctum and more of Hollywood 360 in a flash. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Don't forget, folks, uh, we have a classic radio club. We'd love you to join it. Check it all out at ClassicRadioClub.com, where you'll get 34 classic radio shows sent to you each and every month by joining the Classic Radio Club. And uh, when you say 34 shows, yeah, that's more than one, one show a day. And you also get liner notes, and you get photos of the stars, and uh, you get our podcast sent to you each and every every Monday, the full five-hour Hollywood 360 show. You get our Radio Rarities show. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's great. It's the whole enchilada. The whole enchilada. Just go to ClassicRadioClub.com, and your support helps our show keep it uh, on the air, going strong, and licensing more and more classic radio shows for you. And, Broadcasting the best quality shows, uh, thanks to the great Mike Costella, 
all the shows you hear on the program. Mike uh, spends a lot of time to make them sound great. We appreciate Mike very much. He works super hard. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so send him, like, um, you know, um, candy on his birthday or something like that. Uh, right? We just, or, mi- we just or got Mr. to pass Bubble. his birthday. What about Mr. Bubble? He likes that. Well, he's got almost a year to go. Yeah. You can well, next year, it. send him some candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're listening to Inner Sanctum Mystery. This is called The Bog Oak Necklace, April 10th, 1947. Uh, actually, 1945. Here's the conclusion. Aren't you afraid to be out here at night? Afraid? Afraid of what? We are at the end of the apple orchard. There's the little patch that goes down the river. I think you'd better go back now. I go back? Well, what'll you do? I'm going to stay here. I wouldn't dream of going back to the house alone. I thought you weren't afraid. All alone? Of course I'd be afraid all alone. Daisy. I don't want you to marry Andrew. Emily. Do you know what you've just said? Certainly. Why, I... Oh, Emily, I'm surprised at you. Well, you're jealous. That's right. I want you to write to Andrew and tell him that you've thought it over and that you've decided you don't love him and you're not going to marry him. How dare you speak to me that way? Now, get out of my way. I'll never talk to you again as long as I live. Have you thought that you mayn't have very long to live? Emily! Emily, I'll scream! No, you won't scream. You won't scream at all. And do you know why? Down in that little pigeon heart of yours, you're frightened. Frightened! Let go of my arms! You're hurting me! You're out of your mind, Emily! I'll let you go when you promise to write that letter. I promise. I promise, Emily. Now let go of me. As soon as we get back. Yes, yes, yes! And don't you dare breathe a word of this to anyone ever as long as you live. I promise, I promise. Now, I think we understand who loves Andrew. Yes. I'll let you go. You don't know how close you came. Come back here, Daisy. You'd run away, would you? (laughs) Emily! Emily, I wasn't running away. Please let me go. What are you doing with that necklace? I don't! No! I knew I couldn't trust you. I knew I never should have told you. Stop, Emily! pity about little Emily, though. Just think what a wonderful hangman she'd have made if she'd been born a girl. Kind of cute, huh? You taken for a little swing by a girl? <laughs> what a terrible woman she is, Mr. Raymond. Oh, now, listen, I like Emily. She's so inventive. Most women will do anything for a necklace, but only Emily knows what to do with a necklace. <laughs> now, please, you know very well that the only thing you can do with a necklace is wear it. Oh, yeah. Daisy is stretched out on the ground with a bog oak necklace twisted tight around her neck. She's not sleeping now. She's just dead to the world. (laughs) So, let's get back to our star, Miss Miriam Hopkins. 
plays the role of Emily. Daisy, get up. Get up this minute and stop teasing me. You're not hurt that bad and you know you're not. Please get up, Daisy. You're frightening me. Daisy. Daisy, you're... You're acting... Just as though you were... You were... Dead. I am dead, Emily. You murdered me. You strangled me with the bog oak necklace. You see? You see, you wouldn't be talking to me if you were dead. You've killed your own sister, Emily. Because you were jealous. That voice, that Daisy's voice. But your lips are not moving. How can you be speaking to me, Daisy, when your lips are not moving? They'll find me here in the orchard with your necklace around my neck. And they'll know you did it. And they'll punish you. You'll never be allowed to marry Andrew. I will marry him. I will. Oh, what am I saying? Who am I talking to? Somebody's speaking to me with Daisy's voice. And all your life I'll be speaking to you. Just like this. Because you murdered me. With the bug. Oh, I must do something. I must get some help. Somewhere I must get some help. She can't be dead. I, I just pulled the necklace a little bit, not tightly at all. You pulled it very tightly, Emily. Look at my neck and you'll see. You'll see how tightly you twisted the necklace. Stop it. Stop talking to me. I'll never leave you, Emily. Never as long as you live. You are dead, aren't you? I murdered you. Something dreadful will happen to me. I've got to do something. What, what can I do? The river. I'm near the river. Stones, yes. With twine... Strong twine wound around the stones and tie the stones to her, and I could throw her into the water from the crag on the hill, and the stones would make her sink to the bottom, and then she'd never come back. Never. And who would know? You know, Emily. Maybe. Maybe when I get back to her, she'll be moving and I'll talk to her. No, she is dead. She is... Oh, I, I'm running in the wrong direction. It was over there that I... I killed her. It couldn't have been because... Because she's not there. She... It was right here. And Daisy's gone. She got up and walked away somewhere. She's alive. Emily. Oh. I found her, Emily. Strangle her death. I know nothing about it. What are you doing then with that twine in your hand? You wanted to tie stones to her, didn't you? Throw her in the river. I... I killed her because I was jealous. You're as guilty as I am. Because you should have married me. Yes, I am as guilty as you are. 
What will become of me now? All my hopes, my ambitions. If we can get rid of the body, then we can get married after all. It'll only take a little while for people to forget, and then we can go away somewhere. And I never want to look at you again as long as I live. Andrew. I hate you. I came back oh, here to speak to you again. I wanted to tell you I'd done the wrong thing. That I ought to marry you. I wanted to arrange with you about Daisy. How we could tell her without hurting her too much. I was heading toward your window when I saw her. Strangled with a bog oak necklace. What have you done with the... Exactly what you plan to do. Because no woman would have the strength to do it. I had rope in my rowboat. I tied stones to the body. Rode a bit into the river with it. Dropped it overboard. The plan works, you're safe. If it doesn't, he'll die. And I'll go to prison. I'm going now. The moon is down already. Soon it will be dawn. The necklace. What did you do with the necklace? I left it where it was, around her neck. That sound the sound the necklace makes. I have heard it every night for 40 years. 40 years. Now she's come back to us. To me. Tell me, Andrew, where was it found? She's been there, at the bottom of the river all this time. Oh. During the flood last year, the skeleton... Must have been swept into that old sewer. Twine probably rotted away a long time ago. That's the only explanation I can give. Watching! Down there at the bottom of the river, watching! I'm going now, Emily. This is probably the last time we'll ever see each other. I'll leave the necklace with you. It was to you I gave it 40 years ago. Emily! What's that? Huh? The, the voice. Her, her voice. I'm going. Don't leave me, Andrew. Don't leave me. He'll leave us, Emily. He'll leave the two sisters alone. Together. Andrew! We're alone now, Emily. Just as we used to be. You and I. And the necklace. No. Come, Emily. Let's take a walk, as we used to, in the old apple orchard. No, no. Come, come. It's getting dark. Dark. No, I, I've not been near that orchard in 40 years. Come, Emily, with me. But I'm old. No, you're young, as young as I am. Come with me. We'll tell each other little secrets, won't we, Emily? Just as we used to. Uh, yes. The yes. crickets will be chirping and the moon coming up, all as it used to be. Yes. And you'll be wearing your necklace, the bog oak necklace that Andrew gave you when he thought he loved you instead of me. 
You'll wear it the way you used to when you'd steal up there to the orchard to meet him. Remember? When he used to roll to the bottom of the hill and wait for you. And you could stand in the orchard until you heard him whistle. Yes. Yes. Emily. Yes. You've forgotten something. Forgotten. The necklace. The bog oak necklace. Oh. Wear it, Emily. Dear Emily. Wear it. as fast as I... Come, Ebony, come. He's waiting. Yes. Listen. Andrew's whistling for you. Answer it, dear. Go on. I I can't whistle. Isn't that strange? You must run faster, Emily, faster. Oh, you must run so much faster. Through the apple trees, bending beneath the branches. He may not wait. (laughs) Oh, a lot of breath. These apple trees, the branches, they're in my way. I can't bend over. Faster, faster. He may run off with Daisy. No. no. I'm coming, Andrew. I'm coming. Wait for me, Andrew. Wait for... Oh, oh that necklace. Emily, uh, you caught it in a branch. Turn around, Emily. Turn around. Turn around. And loosen it. Turn quickly, Emily. That's the way my voice sounded one night long ago. When I wore the bark oak necklace. When I, too, was strangled by the bark oak necklace. Come, sister. Come. It's so cool here in the river.
They say... Of course, I'll just tell you what the gossip is in the morgues I visit. They say that Daisy and Emily can be seen almost any moonlit night. Skull, gently touching skull, floating through the old apple orchard as of yore. If you'd like them in your home, you could use their ration coupons. Outside of rattling a bit when the wind blows, they're very nice and companionable. Especially on dark nights. And in the summer, you can always use them for scarecrows in your victory garden. <laughs> by the way, this month's Inner Sanctum mystery novel is The Outsiders by A.E. Martin. Well, now it's really time to close that there squeaking door until next week at the same time when Lipton Tea... And Lipton Soup will once again bring you another innocent mystery produced under the direction of Hyman Brown. So until then, good night. Pleasant dreams. Be sure to tune in next Tuesday night for another Inner Sanctum Mystery. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Man, I love Inner Sanctum, and I love Halloween time. A whole month before Halloween, but we have a lot of scary radio shows for you leading up to old uh, Hallow's Eve, as they say. My favorite Hallow... It's my fi- favorite holiday. I love. I mean, eh, I think that. And then Are you my dress birthday. Up? I like oh. my birthday because some people give me gifts. Some people give you great gifts. Yep. And then, and, um, and then some people don't. And then I, of course, <laughs> I love Christmas. But I don't know. Halloween is just great. I just love, you know, listening to these scary radio shows and then uh, putting candy out for the kids. Nobody comes to my door, though. I think that I have some, <laughs> of kind, of repu- some kind of a reputation. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> yeah. but. Um, but I, I give good candy, you know. Well, I'll come by your door. All right, thank you. But you, you have to buy just the right kind. I will. What do I like? No coconut. No coconut, that's right. <laughs> she doesn't like coconut, no, folks. No, I don't. <laughs> Why not? Uh, uh, it doesn't just, agree she with just me. Doesn't, it doesn't, it does, she doesn't like it. Let's just leave it there. Let's please, because I had to hear it earlier. Because I had a granola bar with coconut in, she was like, it has coconut? Uh, mm. Nah. No, mm-mm. not going to happen. Nope, nope. <laughs> and then I had to hear all about it, you know. And I was like, that's ah, okay. TMI, yeah, as they yeah. say. Okay, look who's talking, Mr. Too Much Information <laughs> over here. The Bog Oak Necklace. We just tuned it in. Um, Miriam Hopkins starring from April 10th, 1945, uh, as heard on uh, CBS with Raymond Edward Johnson as Raymond, our host. I love it, love it, love it. All right, time for this month in music history. All right, and I love this song. goes back to 1971. Check it out. She's all you'd ever want. She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner. Tom Jones. It is. But she always I mean, can you just sit still in your chair when you winner. listen to Tom Jones? I don't think so. So this is She's a Lady. She's a lady. <laughs> I'll let you sing for a moment. Oh, 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 oh she's a lady. Talking about it, that she's a lady. 
and the lady is mine. So this was written by Paul Anka, and uh, this is the most successful recording by Tom Jones, released in 1971. Really? More than Delilah? Um, I think his other one was what? What's new, Pussycat? Oh, what's new, whoa, Pussycat? Whoa, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's oh, new? This whoa, is a great song. Whoa. I love it too. He, he was very cool, right? He was Tom cool. Jones. He was. Uh, he was cool. a very big uh, Las Vegas uh, yeah. performer. I used to watch his TV show the too. And the I've whole actually thing. seen him live. Wow, really? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I didn't catch his sweaty shirt, but no. that's unfortunate for me. Mm. <laughs> I love Tom Jones. He's great. <laughs> me too. All right. Thanks, Lisa Wolf. When uh, we come back, it's more of Hollywood 360, so don't touch that dial. Help me build a mountain from a little pile of clay. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's the Mole Mystery Theater from 1948. But first, we'll need a Hollywood 360 listener. That means you out there in Radioland to call and play Name That Tune with us. Right, Lisa? That's right. Now, the, the category for today is what I'm going to call country-ish music. But, but I, I want you to be successful, Carl. I know you're not a huge country fan, so I picked what I call country-ish, meaning country crossover to pop. So if you are country-ish, uh, give us a call, 312-642-5600, looking for caller number seven. We'll see you soon. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.